listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Pharmacy Profit Summit Live 2022 took place in Grapevine, Texas at the Texan Gaylord. What an amazing opportunity to meet with pharmacy owners who are looking to level up their operations, their community pharmacies, their businesses, and changing their lives to be able to put in new information, new products and services, to be able to make revenue and profits that are valuable, that are attached to products and services that are also valuable to their community. Um, we are going to be talking with Brad Jones and Debbie Marcello and Dr. Jamie Wilkie and a bunch of pharmacy leaders. Um, this is the Pharmacy Profit Summit Live 2022 Diversify RX Conference Summit Review. And we're so proud of what Dr. Lisa Fast has put together as a pharmacy owner and as a leader in our industry, transforming community pharmacy. Take a listen and please reach out to us on social at Pharmacy Podcast. And pharmacist, you know how much I care about you and how much you mean to, to me and to our publication. I keep running into Mr. Brad Jones at certain conferences. You show up everywhere like me. Absolutely. This is the place to be. We should just get one of these suites when we come here and start saving money on separate, you know, stuff and have after night networking parties or something like that. For sure, yeah. No, you know, uh, this is it's such a pleasure to be at this conference. I I love this. This is this is where the movers and shakers are in pharmacy. The people that really want to grow their business, want to learn how to do it, um, aren't focused on the negative. They're focused on the positive, making changes, uh, and uh, it's really fun. It's great to be here. If you're not sure who we're talking about, by the way, this is Brad Jones with Retail Management Solutions. You did a presentation at Diversifier X 2022, the Pharmacy Profit Summit, that was inspirational because you were talking about let's make more money and more profit in your front end by doing what people want instead of what you think that you uh, think that they want, number one. Number two, stop just doing end caps that your wholesaler wants you to do. Start doing things that make sense for your community. And by the way, that may be different for your community than another community. Right. There's no one size fits all at all. You know, there's, there's uh, in, in, my, in my talk, I talked a little about neuroscience and that, that people are not rational shoppers. And that, in fact, up to 80% of their purchasing decision is made by subconscious thought. And why that's important is we now know these things are true. We're studying this stuff to, to try to understand what drives people to do things. And knowing that piece of information, they, people are driven by pleasure. Um, if they feel that you have a unique offering that makes them feel good, they're going to come back. So not only will it drive front-end sales, but it will drive prescription sales. It will drive clinical services. It drives, you, if, you don't, if you don't give them a positive experience when they come in the door, they're not coming back. And that does start with the front-end, regardless of how big your front-end is. And, and then you can see it with numbers, and that's the other part of my talk is, how do I measure this? You measure it looking at numbers. Yeah, you've always been a data guy, and, and you're able to pull that through RMS's technologies, too, with, with the front end. Talk to me about aesthetics. You made some comments about the differences between metal shelving and wood shelving and how such a great difference that that makes in the perception of someone walking into your pharmacy. Well, that's a really fascinating study also in neuroscience, and it, it basically says this. Wood shelving, um, and like wood floors, uh, make people, there's a perception uh, that the product that's being displayed has more value, that it's of a higher quality. And it doesn't have to be true. It just that's the perceived, that's the perception that happens when you do that. And the other thing I was talking about was signage. Uh, it's, I think people get that pictures are better than text, but it turns out that pictures and text together are even better as long as the picture's on the left and the text is on the right. But if the text is on the left and the picture's on the right, they're almost not gonna ever read it. 
it's just weird stuff like that. But knowing that can make a big difference. So, you know, that's the kind of stuff we talked about today. And it's pretty fun stuff for me anyway. So, uh, Brad Jones, you've been in the industry quite some time. I want our listeners to know about the Climb podcast. You do Climb once a month, and it's turned into a podcast we put on our network. We're very proud to distribute that. Um, What's the concept of Climb? Well, CLIMB actually stands for Care, Lead, Innovate, Motivate, and Balance. And those are things that pharmacists do every single day in their communities. And, and so we started this. We're about to have our second anniversary of this. And it's the second Thursday of every month at 8 a.m. Pacific. But it, we record every session. And basically, um, our mission at RMS is to make our customers the most profitable and customer-centric in the industry. And we decided to roll this out to all pharmacies at no charge, just basically as a, a service and saying, listen, we have appreciate what you're doing for your communities. We want to help you be more successful because I think, you know, for us, it's, it's all about community pharmacy. And so we have very similar to the, we have some of the, spe- the speakers that are here at the Pro- Pharmacy Profit Summit have spoken on CLIMB. Uh, we bring in peers, panelists, industry experts that, uh, that talk about all kinds of different topics. All the topics we've talked about here, there, there's a CLIMB climb event for that. So what I would tell people is, listen, you're coming to the, the Pharmacy Province Center. This is just supplemental to that now. You know, keep building on what you're learning here because we have this very similar content and, you know, just bringing in. It's a, I think I love it myself. I've, I wasn't sure about it when I did it. I just enjoy. I really enjoy doing this. So. Well, we're excited to support you. We always have been, and I'm glad that you're here. We can't wait to see you at our next. What's the next conference that we're going to show up at together? I think we're going to be at uh, the NCPA multi-user conference. Um, you know, I'm not sure. Sh- <laughs> I've sure. lost track. I'm not sure. I so. have. But thank you so much for being part of this. Yeah. Thank you, Todd, as always. there pharmacy owners if you haven't attended the pharmacy profit summit live and you're listening to this post show summary you're you're missing out on a really um really special event very intimate event smaller than the mega conferences organizations that are coming together to support pharmacy owners success and one of these organizations is retail management solutions led by Brad Jones, who's been one of my favorite people in pharmacy for years. His team is here supporting the Diversify RX Pharmacy Profit Summit Live. They concentrate on point-of-sale technologies. I'm here with Chelsea Holloway. She's the marketing and sales coordinator for RMS. Chelsea, how are you? I'm good. Thank you, Todd. It's nice to finally meet you face-to-face, too. I know. It's great. It's just it's, it's so much better than over Zoom. It's only been Zoom and email, but um, that's the life that we live in. And as many people that we talk to, you can't see everybody, but it's nice to actually meet up with you. Why did Brad and the team, why have you invested in coming to Diversify RX? I think that Brad and our entire company just really see the value that Lisa is bringing with this conference. Um, it's it's a step away from, like you were saying, the mega conferences that you know have... They draw a lot of people in, but it can be easy to kind of get lost in the, in the mix because there's so much to look at, there's so much to do, there's so much to see. I think that the smaller, more intimate conferences allow you to, you get better networking in, you really get to connect with the other vendors and the attendees, and it it's just a better overall experience when you're not feeling like you're lost in the sea. I agree with you, Chelsea. Another thing that I notice is that the vendors have an opportunity to talk with each other and build partnerships with each other. I think that's another important overlooked um, advantage to smaller conferences where you get a, um, a chance to talk together and realize how does RMS fit into a pharmacy management system or how do they fit into other dispensing technologies. Um, and this this event is the second time that Lisa's had it, and already it seems like it's doubled. Um, and I told her that she's not allowed to get mega big or we're, we're going to come after her. 
I completely agree. I, one of my favorite things about coming to shows, aside from meeting new people and talking to them about RMS, is getting to connect with the other vendors. I think that these shows are just as much about um, vendors getting to know one another and keeping abreast of what's going on in the industry as it is about you know meeting potential new customers. And I think that the smaller, more intimate shows really allow for that. And I love it. I, I want to go and, and talk to people at their booths and learn more about what they do. Um, I think that having a really good relationship with the vendors at the show sets you apart. If you haven't listened to the Climb podcast, it's extremely inspirational. Brad does an amazing job bringing people together under the Climb banner. What is on the horizon? Can you give me any sneak peeks about what Climb episodes might be coming? Well, we have a episode premiering this month. I think it's actually premiering this Thursday. Um, we are sitting down with one of our longtime customers, and I won't reveal too much about what we will be discussing, but I know it's going to be a very good conversation, and it's, it's a topic that we've had in the works for a while, and we were just waiting until trade show season had died down a little bit so that people were actually able to enjoy it and they weren't so busy traveling. Um, but it's going to be a really good episode. And we, we, we just like to focus on education-based content for Climb. You know, we, we take a step away from promoting ourselves and we, you know, we bring people in who have, you know, boots on the ground experience in this industry. And we have, you know, panels and roundtables and just really good conversation about the things that people in pharmacy need to be talking about right now. It's always a good time. I agree. We really enjoy the Climb podcast and the sincerity that Brad brings to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. We've really enjoyed the relationship and how it's grown with RMS. If you haven't checked them out, please go to rm-solutions.com. And um, we thank you for being a part of this, Chelsea. Thank you so much, Todd. It was so good to see you. Home care services in community pharmacy. It was a concept I learned about through an organization called Happier at Home. And I'm standing with the CEO of Happier at Home, the founder, Debbie Marcello. Welcome to the uh, Diversify RX uh, Pharmacy Profit 2022. Hey, Todd. It's great to be here. Thanks for talking with me. So why is Happier at Home, who has focused on home care and the quality of home care that traditionally we would think nurses and nurse aides are giving, why are you here at a community pharmacy conference? Well, one of the things I've learned in the 15 or 16 years of owning a home care company is that there's a large um, community out there of seniors that really needs the services that are expanding into home care to include uh, light housekeeping, meal planning and preparation, companionship, dementia care, those types of things. In addition, some care advocacy and medication management. So one of the beautiful marriages that I've found between pharmacies and home care is that they work really well hand in hand. So we have pharmacy owners that are franchisees of Happier at Home, and they're able to diversify and um, show that they're able to have a private pay source of revenue. It's uh, providing services within the community, so serving their community developing their reputation of being that one-stop shop for their pharmacy. So the community, doctor's offices, um, case managers, hospitals know that they could come to your pharmacy and um, have the home care services to help take care of their patients in their home independently. The relationship between the patients that are not able to take care of themselves, these seniors, these people that are I guess you people say shut-ins or whatever the terminology is, that they can't get out, they can't get their own medications, they can't go grocery shopping. They already have relationships with these community pharmacies. And when I learned about you, I was so excited that you were doing this because I heard about so many pharmacy owners who were looking for a solution that they didn't have to build themselves that would deliver more care services to people in their community that they knew were suffering 
with um, without having the like you said like the the oversight or the companionship or the medication management someone to be in touch with them on a daily or every other day basis and when I learned about this I was so excited that you were getting into community pharmacy and you are here at the Diversify RX um, program, not only as a speaker, which was really exciting, but also you're meeting with pharmacy owners, letting them know what you're doing so that it's turnkey for them, so they don't have to sit there and understand the policy and procedures and how to get how to get paid and how to market it. So can you give us preview of what's to come with the relationship between Happier at Home and Community Pharmacy? Well, I think we're on the cutting edge, and we're really providing services for the community. Uh, there's more and more push to keep people at home, and what this is helping community pharmacies with also is to help them to have different sources of revenue as well. But in addition to um, that private pay source of revenue, they're able to keep their customers at home. Um, no one wants to go into a nursing home, but if you're keeping your customers at home, you're avoiding them moving on to assisted living or nursing homes, so you're able to keep your customer base too. Um, in addition, as you're growing your patient base of happier at home through your pharmacy and through organic ways of growing that company, those people are going to be um, a feeder for your pharmacy customer base as well. So you really are becoming that authority in senior care. And with the senior care population booming, this is really a great space for uh, community pharmacy owners to be in. You really, uh, to me, it doesn't make sense not to be in it uh, because you're just giving yourself more credibility. Uh, you're you're going to be the, the company that these doctor's offices and communities really turn to. Um, you're becoming that authority in the senior care. And we really help and we take care of all the social media marketing for our pharmacy franchisee owners as well. Uh, we do it in multiple different ways. So uh, the video marketing, um, content development, we post at least twice a week for each of our franchisees. All of that, I know when I was starting my business, it's difficult because it's time consuming. So we have the roadmap for everything. We have all of the very detailed operating procedures, manuals. There's a process for everything we do. I'm a very process-oriented person. Um, and our support and training, um, we make sure that you're going to hit the ground running. Even before you come to training, you're already working on activities. You go through the training, and then we want to make sure that we set you up for success and we do our best to make sure you don't fail and honestly I think if you fail it's probably you're not following the process so I think that um, we have a great program for community pharmacies. We do as well I'm so excited and I believe in what you're doing I have since the first day that we met at a conference that I walked past your booth and I was like whoa wait a second this is exactly what I was thinking about I'm excited to announce today that you're joining the Pharmacy Podcast Network, and we will not only be using you as a subject matter expert on the theory and on the components of what it is to deliver more home care services, but we're also going to in, in, invite pharmacies and pharmacy owners who have invested in this franchise to tell their story and in turn reach out to people in your community to use these podcasts as a way of explaining to the local mayor or to the local nursing agency or to the local organizations that care about how their seniors are being cared for that we can use this content to spread the message about these partnerships so I'm really excited about that yeah I'm so excited I can't wait to get started we have so much knowledge to bring to the community and to your pharmacy owners as well so all of us working together I think we're going to do a great job educating the community we're going to expose the pharmacies to their community more increase their visibility and their voice as well. So, so excited, Debbie. Thank you so much. I am too. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Pharmacy owners, what do you think about working with a nurse practitioner to 
deliver more healthcare services to your community through your pharmacy and having this nurse practitioner become part of your team. I'm with Adam Robinson right now, pharmacy owner here at the Diversify RX 2022 Pharmacy Profit Live. It's nice to see you again, Adam. Hey, buddy. I missed you, man. How you been? I missed you as well, and you brought uh, a colleague with you today. I want you to introduce your uh, registered nurse um, practitioner and why this is a special opportunity for pharmacy owners to, to expand and to grow. Right, so I brought Holly Pollock with me, a family nurse practitioner, fixing to have all kinds of other, I don't even know, degrees and functional medicine and this and that, but it hit me last year at this show that, you know, collaboration is such a huge thing and we're still not collaborating the way we need to. Um, and functional medicine is kind of this word that's going, buzzword going around pharmacy. I didn't even know what it meant. Um, I've known her for a long time and, and I just kind of pitched an idea to her, like, why don't we just work together in the same building? Um, you know, this kind of going back to like what Amina does with going into the physician's offices, but I, I brought one to my office um, and just sitting down with patients and working together and figuring out um, how to make them feel better. And so far, what, 10 weeks? And it's been mind-blowing for us, like how awesome it's been so far. So it's been pretty cool. Holly, welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. It's exciting to have you here. I think we're going to do some future interviews with you, but talk to me about working with Community Pharmacy. Well, it's been a great experience for me. Even as a brand new nurse practitioner, I would call Adam all the time and I'd say, I need help with this patient and help me with dosing. And he helped me with compounding some things that I needed for patients who could not tolerate HRT. So that's really how I got to know Adam and our relationship began to grow professionally through that. Uh, but it's been really great to be a part of a community pharmacy and just to be present for patients in a way that nurse practitioners typically aren't inside the pharmacy. It's just been really good collaboration between the pharmacy side and the, and the medicine side too. So the big box um, organizations are building these healthcare clinics right into these pharmacies. So why in the world wouldn't community pharmacy take advantage of that model in partnering with a nurse practitioner? As a nurse practitioner, what are the ABCs of you in your community? What services are you providing day in and day out to the community? So in our clinic, I serve as a holistic practitioner, is how I would label myself. So I really love herbal medicine and natural medicine, and now I'm learning the functional side of medicine too. So the way that we have it set up, patients can schedule an appointment with me and everything is cash-based. We don't accept any insurance, and they get an hour of time with me. And we talk about things that are lifelong from the time that they are born until the current time. And we put all the pieces of the puzzle together to really figure out what's causing chronic conditions and chronic problems in patients. It's a drill down. Hey, um, I'm like, hey, Nurse Holly, I have high blood pressure. Um, I'm having issues uh, with sexual dysfunction. Um, I'm uh, gluten intolerant. And you sit down and you basically take that hour to basically dissect that entire patient's um, world in health, and then you come up with some solutions. That's right. Yeah, and what I really enjoy is having the conventional side of medicine to apply to the natural side and really look to figure out what the root cause of people's chronic conditions are. So exactly like you said, they come with... Um, diagnosed conditions like hypertension, low libido, fatigue, insomnia, gut problems, and then really looking to figure out what's triggering it. And that's a, such, a, such a better way of treating the patient rather than giving them NSAIDs or giving them Viagra or just giving them a pill, which has a whole other world of side effects that go along with it. And just being able to identify it and then treat it is really the most effective way of managing disease. Adam, I'm excited about the energy here at Diversify RX and what Lisa's built has been very special. I see um, light in the eyes of these pharmacy owners that's just different and there's an excitement here. Why do you invest in a conference like this? 
Lisa, she's a different creature. I feel like we, we were cut from the same cloth, right? So um, she sees the value. We all know as pharmacists, we know we have value. Sometimes we just don't see it. She sees the value in what we're doing. Um, and consistently in the marketplace, we're just getting robbed of so much. And it's just, you know, pharmacists are depressed. And Lisa's bringing this energy. She's showing you ways to make money, that it's not a bad thing. And when you make money, you get to do things like I'm doing, which is bringing a nurse practitioner to make your patients even better, right? So um, the business model that we have been using, everybody knows it's broken. And there's a new one out there. There's so many different opportunities. And Lisa's connected. She's like she's like a mafia pharmacy <laughs> person. I don't even know. So um, just having her in your back pocket and, and be able to text her and her team. Um, and even her DiversifyRx program that she's put together, it, the value in that is so understated here. People see the vendors and they see the speakers, but just the knowledge that she has at that value is it's utterly amazing actually and, and and we need that in pharmacy right now we need diversification we need um, somebody to lift us up and show us that hey we're doing a fantastic job and we can keep growing and growing and growing and we're such a vital piece of healthcare. and she believes in that that's her passion and and it makes others believe it too so if I'm a pharmacy owner right now, I didn't get to come to the Profit Summit. Um, you can definitely attend the 2023. It'll be here at the Gaylord Texan here in Dallas, Texas. Grapevine, Texas, actually. But if I'm a pharmacy owner, I'm listening right now, and I wanted to reach out to you. What's the best way to reach out to you, Adam? Um, so there's multiple ways. We got LinkedIn. I don't even really do LinkedIn. Facebook is really good. Um, email Adam at SaveRightDrugs.com, S-A-V-E-R-I-T-E, Drugs.com. Uh, get a ton of emails. I, I got people that called me last year. Hey, I heard you on Todd's podcast, and I need you. I need your help, right? Um, and that's what we want to do. Um, so those are the easiest ways. Facebook, we have our Save Right Family of Pharmacies website. Um, yeah, there's multiple ways to get a hold of me. Call you. You've got my number, right? right? Um, and that it's just what we want to do. It's in our nature as pharmacists, nurse practitioners. We just want to help people with no matter what it costs. Um, you know, we, we don't put probably a, a good price tag on what we do. Um, and that's okay. That's not my whole end goal here uh, to help people with their workflow and their functional medicine clinic and, and trying to figure things out. So... Um, just want to help people, just like Lisa. That's just what we do. So, Thank you, Adam. It's exciting to have you here again. You're going to hear more from Adam and Holly. We're going to actually have a segment that I'm going to talk about community pharmacy and your registered um, dietitian, your registered therapist, your collaborative with other physicians, and, of course, your nurse practitioners. So be, be on the lookout and listen up. We're going to have more from uh, Adam Robinson, and I'm excited that you're part of this. Thanks, buddy. Can't wait to talk about it. One of the things I like about conferences the most is in real life seeing people that I have watched and been inspired by. And one of those people is Dr. Jamie Wilkie. And when I stand before you right now, I feel like I already know you, but we've never actually met in person. No, we haven't met in person, but it's we've talked so many dozens of times that it's fun to actually meet in the element with so many pharmacy owners actually doing innovative things. This is the place to be. This is Diversify 2022, the Pharmacy Profit Summit. I'm glad that you're here. I feel like I got to recruit you to this environment. In real life, by the way, I know that you're not, no one's seeing this, which is all audio. This is podcasting land. You are much taller in real life than I would have ever imagined because I'm a short five foot seven, you know, guy or whatever. And when I, you walked up to me, I'm like, wow, Dr. Wilkie is much taller than I thought. Yeah, I'm almost six feet tall. Of course. That's awesome. Did you play volleyball in school or basketball or anything like that? Oh, my gosh. No, I, I tried, but I don't have a competitive bone in my body. Um, coaches don't like it when you're not competitive and you just want to give the other team the ball <laughs> so everyone's happy. So, no, short and sweet sports. <laughs> I was a swimmer for 18 years, competitive swimming, and I went to a conference for swimmers in Gainesville. 
and I was only in 11th grade in high school and it crushed me because when I stood up at the 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 track where you actually kind of get sworn in I was 5'7 and everybody around me was like 6 foot 2 and for every stroke I took um, I'd have to take two to make up for the one. So that's my short person story. There's other people here that I've been wanting to meet in person. We have met in person, but um, it's been a while. And I'm excited to be here at this conference with you. And there's kindred spirits standing before me. So introduce yourself to our listeners. Hi, I'm Dr. Thea Blystone, and I am here loving the Diversify RX Summit and getting to see all these local people. I do some fun things with clinical services for retail pharmacy owners with remote patient monitoring and chronic care management. It's exciting times. Shout out to Western Pennsylvania. We are from uh, similar areas, and I lived in Cochranton, Pennsylvania for a little while, and you're from Meadville. Yes. Grew up about 30 miles from Meadville and Franklin, so between Franklin and Meadville is Cochranton. So, yes, very familiar with your area. If you're from Franklin, then you know where Cranberry, Pennsylvania is. Not to be confused with Cranberry Township, Pennsylvania, because those people get pissed off when you start saying where Cranberry really is. Yes, there's a Cranberry Seneca is what I call it, or versus Cranberry Township, which is Pittsburgh. So um, you're definitely not from Cranberry Township where I am. So. All right, and then the third uh, person standing before me, realizing that this is part of a crew that's uh, very special. Please introduce yourself to our listeners. Hello, it's great being here with you, finally meeting you in person. I am Dr. Kristen Talent. I help independent pharmacies implement point-of-care testing services via a virtual course that has less than five hours, gets you start to finish um, in your point-of-care testing journey in typically about a month. So it's incredible to be here and meet like all these powerhouses that I see in Facebook and LinkedIn land all the time and actually get to feel their personalities and the innovation and just the energy behind all of people, all of these great people trying to push pharmacy forward. I agree. You know, there's something about an intimate conference that brings uh, the condensed power of what Diversify has brought to the table through Dr. Lisa Fast. I'm so proud of her. I was part of the very first uh, conference last year, and this is doubling, so I can see it growing. The mega conferences are wonderful. I like going and seeing lots of people. But when I get to come to a more condensed, more intimate conference, I feel that there's more time to actually talk to people and get to know them. So that's why I like uh, Pharmacy Profit Summit Live. Jamie, I want to turn to your philosophies in being a pharmacy badass. And you've been a pharmacy badass since starting your own business. But what is the philosophy? What is your vision for community pharmacy? To really become wellness centers and to get away from being tied to products and to really share our knowledge with our patients that we have that can help them so much more than just medicating them. And these pharmacy owners are doing it and they're having success and they're helping each other to get into this space that previously has been unknown territory, but really is the lifeblood and the future of our profession. So what is something that stands out to you about being part of DiversifyRx versus some of the other conferences that you've attended? Oh, this is the most valuable conference I've attended by far. Thank you, Lisa, for making this because it's really actionable. And it's not about theory and overarching themes. It's saying, okay, tomorrow when I go back to my pharmacy, what action steps can I take to implement XYZ? tomorrow and to have the the steps and the support to actually do it from learning from people who have actually done it themselves so i love that it's all about taking imperfect perfect action and just doing it rather than looking at all of the opportunities getting overwhelmed and doing nothing so i think of the the consultant pharmacist in the world that I came from, which was long-term care, and going into a nursing home and consulting with physicians and nurses and other pharmacists. And then I think of the community pharmacy owner, and I see clear as day, there's no difference in my mind between those two abilities to really impact your community as a consultant to your community. But people have to start thinking differently and stop thinking about just the prescription and really thinking with a whole person, the holistic of all things medicine. How do you convey that? What do we say to pharmacy owners that are listening in right now about making that change? 
I think what you're doing already in your pharmacies is enough clinical services that most people don't even realize to tap into. The conversations with Mrs. Smith at the pharmacy counter about her prescriptions is enough for clinical activity. And we just need to think about offering our services for a small fee to the patient. And that changes everything and what your mindset can do. And with the help of Medicare and different programs, you're able to get that reimbursement pretty easily. So while it's not 100% cash, and I'm working on different models to try to figure that out, um, but there is opportunity to make money for your time in pharmacy. And that's the product, the clinical service that we add. That's the product we haven't tapped into as pharmacists. I've talked to um, groups of older folks through a rotary conversation. I've talked to pharmacy um, innovators. I've talked to like um, commercial companies. They want my insight as a pharmacist. They want to know how to help themselves without having to go to the doctor. And I feel that that's valuable. And I just hope more pharmacy owners will see the value, especially after yesterday's uh, clinical day here at the Badass uh, um, Conference. It was really cool to see um, how how there was such a mind shift around functional medicine and whole health care for our patients. And I think there's a lot, a lot of value in looking that direction for pharmacy. I think the word that I'm thinking of is healthcare coaching. And I'm thinking of looking at community pharmacy as a destination to receive that care and that coaching. The mind of a pharmacist tied into weight loss, tied into medication efficacy, tied into diabetes, whatever it is. You're a healthcare coach. And if you want to grow that side of your business, that's a cash-based opportunity. What do you tell pharmacy owners listening in that didn't get to come to the event, didn't get to come to the private summit, just to get them started in thinking differently? I think that a lot of the ways that we think as pharmacists, especially when we're in that community setting, dealing with patients coming in, picking up their medications, we're so used to the conversations of it should be free. I, why isn't this a $0 copay or why is my copay this high? Or why, what do you mean there's a prior authorization? My doctor ordered that. We're so used to that. We've almost become sensitized to believe my service should be free. And I think you need to allow yourself the permission to say, no, my, my services and my knowledge should not be free. I am a business owner, like somebody outside of the healthcare industry, and I deserve to be paid for those services. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with wanting to put food on your family's table or to provide good salaries and benefits for your employees which is ultimately helping other people put food on their table, provide for their families. And so, like it's already been said, you can take what you're already doing, those conversations that you're already having, and start to monetize them and just feel confident in the fact that it's not a greed thing. Um, You're providing a service and people are willing to pay you for that. You're providing a service that's backed by your pharmacology, PharmD degree, for God's sakes. I mean, you're a pharmacy badass. You have coaches out there who are physical therapists, and there's nothing wrong with physical therapists. Love them. But they're building an entire business around coaching and healthcare coaching. There are RDs, uh, registered dietitians or registered nurses or... Pharmacists need to step into this role and realize you have the backing to do this. Stop with the imposter syndrome and just do it. I'm excited to finally meet the three of you and seeing all of you here. We're going to get some uh, pictures and videos, but we do want to do a follow-up with Jamie Wilkie and your team to, to bring more content to the network and letting people know that it's uh, time to let go of the status quo and move forward. Yes, absolutely. I'm excited to talk more about them. Thank you. Diversify RX, the pharmacy profit live event here in Dallas. I think we're in Grapevine, actually. I'm here with Nicole McClure with GRX Marketing. Good morning. Hey, good morning. So, um... You and I have been in the industry and in pharmacy long enough to know what works and what doesn't from default. I mean, we've tried things that didn't work, and then we pass that knowledge on to um, pharmacy owners. So when I think of the basics, I think of branding, logo, um, website, 
some of these things that you and I take for granted that we've been doing for years, pharmacy owners are just realizing, wow, this is really important. What do you convey to these pharmacy owners that are looking for a starting point and basically the basics? Well, I think, you know, what you mentioned is really good of just thinking about how do you want to portray yourself in your community and what do you want to be known as and how are you different than your competition and then from there kind of growing your branding you know what's going to establish you from the chains but also other independents in your market um, and then kind of growing the branding from there if you don't know listeners nicole mcclure is a veteran in the business of pharmacy And just like I, you and I have learned the hard way, once again, of what works, what doesn't. How long has GRX Marketing been in business, and how did you get started in pharmacy? Uh, So we've been around since 2010. Um, I've been in pharmacy marketing uh, for about almost 20 years now. So um, I started with a small pharmacy group in Des Moines, where our offices are based out of uh, in Iowa, and did the marketing for that group of pharmacies. And just through connections, you know, saw an opportunity uh, to help other pharmacy owners with their marketing, Uh, because a lot of pharmacists struggle with marketing. You know, they, they know they have to do it as a small business owner, but They're not taught in pharmacy school, you know, kind of the basics of marketing. Um, And so if they open a pharmacy, they don't really know what to do or how to get started. So that's kind of where we come into play, and that's why GRX Marketing was created. You know, when I see people struggle with the so-called word marketing, I try to simplify it in letting that pharmacist who may be a consultant or in this case we're here at the Diversify RX um, Profit Summit, pharmacy owners are here to learn how to take that their business to the next level. And I bring I bring them back to the, the word communication. And I say the the market that you serve, the patients that you serve, your community, they may not understand some of the most simple things that you understand as a clinician, as someone who's working on pain management or diabetes or hypertension, whatever it is. So marketing is just a way to communicate better to your marketplace, your very focal um, marketplace in bringing clients to you for the solutions that you know you can deliver. You and I cater to the businesses. We serve businesses many ways. You actually serve both sides. You serve the pharmacy that serves the client, that serves the patient. You and I are concentrated on the businesses to get their message out. Tell me about how GRX Marketing is kind of pivoting now in, in starting to have two divisions, your, your pharmacy service division, but also you're going to reach out to businesses that want to get in, in front of pharmacy owners. Yeah, so, you know, just kind of in being in this industry for a while, you know, there's a lot of um, newer companies within the, the healthcare industry that um, have come to us for help with their marketing. So they're just getting started in the industry and looking to us, you know, how can they grow? Um, so through those opportunities have, have started a separate division to help those companies um, establish their branding in the marketplace and reaching out to pharmacy owners. So kind of more on that B2B side. Um, and helping them get their name out and how are they different from their competitors. So it's been a nice pivot uh, to kind of keep growing our company. That's awesome, Nicole. Well, we're glad to see you here. Always glad to see you and your team. And we um, can't wait to work more with you in the coming fall here in 2022. Sounds great. Thank you. Diversify RX 2022. I don't know if we're calling it Diversify RX 2022. It's the Pharmacy Profit Summit Live. I'm here with Vince with RX Blue. And I have to say I'm proud that you're here, Vince, because you and I talked about this event last year when they had their annual. That is correct. I'm very excited to be here as well. Their uh, thought process and view of the industry is in in, in line with ours and yours as well from our conversations. Very pharmacy focused about helping everybody who's out there in the trenches doing work on a daily basis. And we want to help them out as much as we can. Vince, I want to back up and let the listeners know why you said that. So pharmacy is in a tremendous um, transformation stage right now. We're going from 
concentrating on the value of what the pharmacist does very transactional in the prescription focus to being much more value focused. And when I think of the technology that serves the pharmacy owners, much of the technology that's in our market is not transforming, meaning it's not keeping up with the times. Why is RX Blue in line with this transformation? What's different about RX Blue? Why Pharmacy Podcast Network's always been so excited about you guys, but why? What's different about RX Blue? The main number one difference is cloud connectivity. Um, there's so many advantages to using a cloud-based product. Um, connection from anywhere, 365, disaster preparedness built right in. And on top of that, um, our product too is, is based upon um, customer success. Uh, how can we make our product serve you better? It's not our software that these people use in their stores every day, it's their software. And that with our cloud connectivity, our one-stop shop approach, we have our own proprietary PMS, POS, IVR, we're very API friendly, customization friendly. It puts us ahead of everybody else because of our technology and our backend that is lightning fast. When Vince is talking about APIs, that's the interconnection between your, um, your packaging system, your consulting software. There are very intelligent pharmacists out there who will build some of their own software and they need a pharmacy management system to interconnect with it. That's the creativity of this RX Blue platform. It's almost like you're the Mac of the pharmacy software system where you can take that piece of software and turn it into your own and really make it your own system. What, um, what challenges do you see kind of shifting the mind frames of the old legacy, load the software, um, get the updates, um, and, and kind of the stagnant um, database intensive software systems versus you in the cloud. What, what mind frames need changed with, within the, 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 the pharmacy owner's perspective? Well, you just touched upon a few of those. Uh, updating systems takes time, it takes money, it takes resource away from, from the business of, of pharmacy. Um, with our product, we, we update our tables in the cloud one time that are available to everyone to touch at any time that they need to be done. Um, so there, there's not a lot of back and forth of data, it's all done outside of their scope so they can just concentrate on filling and billing pharmacy. So why are we here at DiversifyRx? These conferences, um, flights, um, you know, hotels, it's expensive. This is an investment that you've made as a business. Why'd you choose to come to DiversifyRx? Well, for a couple reasons, and we're trying to spread the word of, of, of the technology that we offer, the customization that we offer, and um, our desire to build long-term business relationships with people. We're pro we are proudly uh, independently owned, and we don't plan on changing that for uh, the foreseeable future. Um, we're also trying to resolve uh, what we call pharmacy software discomfort. A lot of these people in this industry today have no idea who owns their software company. They've all been purchased um, multiple times. The people that they've known for years and built relationships with are no longer at these companies. So um, we've been through that, we've lived that, and we are wanting to resolve that once and for all by having a privately owned product that can solve the pharmacy software discomfort that exists in this industry today. That's awesome, Vince. I'm glad you're here. Glad you're part of DiversifyRx Pharmacy Profit Summit 2022. And um, we look forward to working with you in the future. Likewise, likewise. Always a pleasure, my friend. Hey there, Pharmacy Podcast listeners. We are here, as you know, at the coming to an end of an amazing event dedicated to our community pharmacy owners, the Diversify Profit Summit Live 2022. And I'm here to close out today's episode with the one and only Dr. Lisa Fast, founder of Diversify RX. I'm so proud of what you've built and the heart and time and resources and everything that you've put into this, Lisa. This has been an absolutely amazing event. 
Thank you so much, Todd. Putting events together like this is not possible, even by me, who tends to do a lot. I rely on supporters like you and our wonderful exhibitors and sponsors. I try to make this event as affordable as possible for independent pharmacy owners because they can't get the help if they're not here. And so the only way that happens is with that great support. And so it has been a fabulous lineup of speakers. As someone else said, is I haven't seen so many speakers at a conference before, but I just couldn't withhold back information that I thought would be useful to owners. So I kind of got on my speakers and said, okay, we can do it, but you got to cut it down to 30 minutes and it's got to be all meat. <laughs> there's, there's no vegetables here. <laughs> I love it because you've mixed up internal people that we trust in the pharmacy sector, pharmacy industry, and you've brought out they brought in outsiders who understand marketing, who understand planning, who understand um, how to build a business. And we have to have a mixture of both of that at conferences. And sometimes we'll go to some mega conferences that has just all one-sided. It's about the products. It's about, you know, things that are kind of advancing, whereas this is a really healthy mixture of content. And I've enjoyed every one of the sessions that you've put out. I want you to set the stage for what's to come next from the Diversify RX team, and um, just a shout out to our pharmacy owners with anything that you kind of want to wrap up for the Diversify RX Profit Summit, uh, Pharmacy Profit Summit 2022. Yeah, thanks for recognizing first the diversity of speakers because it started off on our bonus functional and clinical medicine day with actually a lot of solopreneurs, people who aren't pharmacy owners, but they're pharmacists and they are badasses in their niche. You know, we had Jamie Wilkie and Christine Manukian and Lauren Castle and all these wonderful people. Um, then we kind of switched gears and brought in some of those pharmacy owners and brought in those outside industry experts like Alan Dibb for the marketing and really put that all together. So I always like to tell a story. So in 2023 is going to be no different. I've actually already started to build the speakers. I have actually nine confirmed speakers so far for 2023 and we're going to be launching it here at the summit where you can buy early tickets, kind of lock in 2022 rates because I don't really know what the cost is going to be for next year, but might as well sell some tickets. Um, and so I still didn't fit everything into this show. There's there's still more to come. And I know somebody asked me is, well, how much different can next year be? Oh, it's going to be wildly different. Like there is a lot of opportunity right now for independent pharmacy owners. And it is just up to you to make that hard decision of what you want to implement in your pharmacy. So we are definitely, we're going to be in the same location. We're going to be back here at the Gaylord in Dallas. And uh, yes, we've already got our speakers uh, lineup already started. I do want to say, if you're a pharmacy owner and you have a family, you have kids, if you can break away, if you can get your spouse to come with you or someone to kind of watch over your kids, this is a fun place for kids. They have so much going on here. So it's not like you have to feel like, hey, it's another conference that I'm going, I'm leaving my family. So I just kind of want to note that. And your family's here, so uh, that's absolutely... My kids absolutely. are running around. My kids are running around. They're doing... They have princesses and pirates things here. And so they had a escape room they did yesterday. They got the water park. So it's definitely kind of a last summer, little bit of a retreat uh, uh, and we're gonna, it's going to be a little earlier next year. It's going to be the first weekend of August instead of a kind of late first week. So hopefully we miss that overlapping with school starting. Well, we're excited to be a part of this. So proud of what you've built. Believe in Diversify RX and what you stand for in the uh, thrive, the thriving of our community pharmacies, not just surviving. I don't want to survive. I want to see pharmacies thrive. So thank you so much, Lisa. Thank you so much, Todd, for your support and bringing together wonderful people on your pharmacy podcast network. I enjoy listening to it. Um, and so just thank you for all of your efforts as well. Thank you. Thank you.